G'day guys and welcome to the First Down Under podcast for week 15 of the 2018 NFL season. I'm Zach Miller, joined as always by Charlie the King, Chaz. Hey Zach. Lots uh, to cover this week, a few yeah. upsets, uh, but we are coming off a bye from last week. We did not... Uh, Give you our thoughts on week 14. Do you, do you, do you, yeah, we didn't give our thoughts on week 14. We missed that episode. We were, were coming in for a morning show and there were some repairs in the studio uh, with a man and we couldn't uh, couldn't access. He couldn't let us in. It was a it yeah. was an OHS hazard and yeah. uh, we apologize for missing last week. However, we got a big show to make up for it and uh, I mean, Charlie, where do we even oh, begin? All oh, right. my God. Uh, you looked at the scores today. I left work at about 6.30 and could not believe what I saw, especially on the back end. The 5 o'clock games were pretty predictable, I thought, across the board. Well, we were um, all feeling pretty comfortable in our multis, weren't we? Absolutely. I think by week 15, we could, we could gauge some level of consistency in the NFL. Maybe not the Vikings putting up 41 points after their pathetic performance against Seattle on Monday Night Football. But a few of these late games, absolute table turners in terms of the playoffs. Could not believe what I was seeing, especially with your boy Nick Foles, which we will get to in the Philadelphia Appreciation Hour. Oh yes, on we FDU. will. And also, you know, the Patriots and what they've done in the context of the playoff picture now at nine and five, a team, a perennial first and second seed now in great danger of giving that up. And they have given that up to my Houston Texans, who are now 10-4 and four, <laughs> and officially, not just for three hours on a Monday, officially locked in to the number two seed in the AFC. Who could have called this, Zach, from this far out? When this team was 0-3, I stuck by them. And I said, <laughs> Zach, you know what? This team has a lot of heart. They've got a great coach in Bill O'Brien. They've got a stellar defense. And Deshaun Watson, it's his time. You know, it is his time. You know, Bill and O'Brien. it's great to see has had he's copped a lot of shit as the head coach uh, over the past few years but he has 4 out of 5 winning seasons now a lot of them were 9 and 7 but still he's got this Houston Texans team rolling and you know they can only play who's in front of him admittedly no good teams have been in front of them since about week 2 except for the Colts who they lost to last week but yeah. they the uh, Colts are a great team they shut out Dallas they they, they are a very good team they beat up on the on the Jets which we'll get to Chaz, we've got four downs today. Of course, oh, the absolutely. first down is going to be the champagne football, the games that we loved. Second down, the Yenar Goods, a few of them as always this week. And third down will be the Stinkers before we roll into the punt, which is, of course, yep. fourth down. Mate, let's kick it off. And let's talk about these Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, my God. On <laughs> Sunday Night Football. I was excited to talk about the Patriots-Steelers game and explain the 10 points in the Patriots, but we'll go with, we'll go with Nick Foles because that... Well, the energy is, is there. Yeah. We're here, and uh, my goodness, the Philadelphia Eagles get the win over the Los Angeles Rams at the Coliseum, going up 30-23. to 23. And the biggest upset win of the year, second only to uh, Minnesota getting pantsed by the Bills uh, earlier in the first quarter yes, of the year. Oh, wow. That was a big week three loss. Um, and I really did think that was tough to beat in terms of the, obviously, yes, the one, the most one-sided, unexpected losses. But this LA team, considering their, their performance last week at Soldier Field, putting up six points, we know it's how good the Bears' defense is. But you head back home on a primetime game, Wentz is injured. You got Nick Foles. Last time he played, Zach, what game did he play? Last time he played was the Super Bowl. Well, no, he or played in week season. week two, week I believe. Two. He played week two. Week two in a loss to Tampa Bay. And I'm looking at the stats here, and obviously you saw the game, you covered the game, and Nick Foles didn't exactly have a day out. 
Nick Foles was uh, Nick Foles was Nick Foles. Nick Foles did what well, he should they have lost. No, no, because Nick Foles turns it on, and I've figured out the Philadelphia Eagles. We can only win oh, week fifteen when we're the underdog. And coming off a Super Bowl win, you've got to lose a lot of games before First you can mission. be an underdog. Yep. And you've got to lose your starting <laughs> quarterback, Bowl. Carson yep. Wentz. Yep. Um, man, they came out with purpose. The yeah. the defense was the hero of the Eagles in this game. Uh, the I think the scoreline doesn't reflect just how well they played and how much punishment they put on Jared Goff. He was uncomfortable all day. Fletcher Cox getting in there. Michael Bennett really making an impact. It was so much fun to watch, and it reminded me of watching the Eagles last year because it felt like they were really in control. Uh, they were a 14-point underdog uh, when this game started, but it just did feel like everything went wrong for LA. Mm. So I'm watching it. They're, they're fumbling the ball, self-inflicted wounds. Jared Goff, in one play, uh, hiked the ball. One mm. of his offensive linemen stands on his foot. He fumbles, picks up the fumble, then tries to throw it away. It's intercepted by the Eagles. And uh, is an easy touchdown for the offense. Wendell Smallwood yeah. having a day out himself. And then there are a couple of moments towards the end of the game where I really thought LA were going to win. And, and I think that we were up 30 to 13. And Chaz, I did what I don't like to do, but I put an emotional hedging bet on. You put an in-game bet on. I chucked, I gave Bet365 a call. Oh, LA was that, playing. That officially shows you've lost it. 15, on a Monday at home. $15 to win. It was G'day, a quiet guys. day. Hey, mate. Five Zach bu- again. Threw a fiver on the uh, LA uh, uh, Rams just in case they made a big comeback. They you didn't. are kidding. I didn't. You but have I was that like, little faith in Philly. I, you, that is tragic. All, all, you didn't do that to close know, out know. a game at 30 to 13. And I was going to say this for uh, for the fourth down. I thought I'd let you down. Super Bowl champion. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. But honestly, after collapses to uh, the Panthers up 17-3, uh, collapse to the Titans, yep. same lead, 17-3. I was like, there's no way we're going to hold back against the Rams. Like, what kind of trajectory will this put us on if we beat L.A. in L.A.? One of the hottest teams in the league. But evidently, we did it. And uh, uh, there was another moment where it looked like L.A. were going to win. Um, yeah. Philadelphia had a quick sort of three and out deep in their own territory. Uh, they punt. And the L.A. receiver muffs the ball with three minutes to go. Philadelphia recovers. Misses a field goal. But, you know, it was all over by then. Hey, there are a couple of moments where L.A. should have ran out of bounds on the two-minute drill. They yep. didn't. And I think that might have cost them the game, too. Did, did, Phil- did Philadelphia nullify Gurley? Did you feel like they took him out of the game? Or did he do just enough That's to, a good question. to early, keep this off? Early in the it? game, I was really worried. I was really worried that Gurley was going to kill us because he um, broke off for a couple of decent runs. Uh, one for, I think it was like 21 yards. Oh, yeah. God, here we go. And he scored a couple of times, Jazz, but it never felt like their run game got going. And you always felt like Jared Goff was uncomfortable. He had two picks in this game. Man, this Eagles defense, they came to play. And I yeah. think that they play for Nick Foles. They do. I to say it. There's something about this team. I'm, I'm not even taking the piss. I love it. I honestly, I've never been uh, this excited about the Eagles team all season. When I was yeah, watching Nick Foles two sling, weeks it, ago. sling it down the field. Hey, man, they're 7-7. Seven and seven, and, and they are not out of uh, playoff contention yet. Before we move on to uh, the Packers-Bears. Did you? What did you gauge from Sean McVay? Did he? Did he look? Oh my god! Was he just stressing the hell out? Like, oh my god, we're going to be one of those teams that start eleven and one. There's all this hype about us. Greatest show on turf, two point Yeah, and we cannot beat Nick Foles in our home turf on Sunday Night Football. There was one moment in the game. It was that fumble by I'm not sure who the special teamer was. He was receiving the the punt, but after that fumble, Sean McVay's face said it all. It's a screenshot. I'll show you. To show you. I need to see it. it. 
Michael. You maybe should Google it right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll diagnose a little bit more of the game while you try and find his face. Alshon Jeffrey had himself a game, 160 yards, saw that. eight got, targets, eight receptions. To get out of the get out of bed, Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> he nice. woke up. Uh, hey, Golden Tate got a bit of the ball too. It seems that um, our boy uh, Zachy Ertz didn't get quite as many, but he has got a thousand yards on the season and a hundred receptions, which puts him in very uh, high uh, esteemed territory. Esteemed territory. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Now, I think only uh, Jason Witten um, and uh, Tony Gonzalez. Oh yeah, that sounds that like before. that sounds right. And so, uh, uh, yeah, and Zach Ertz, gorgeous wife. Put him up there. Great Who's ESPN that? body issue, Zach Ertz. <laughs> oh Julie, yeah, Julie, his wife, very passionate soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fantastic. I, I'm really actually keen to see the highs and see McVeigh's reactions. All of this hype about the Rams fans. Well, they've dropped three team. games now. Is that now? That's that's now two in a row. They lost that game earlier in the year, obviously to the Saints. And in the context of the playoff picture now, that essentially locks up the number one seed for the Saints. They've got Carolina tomorrow night which we will assume they'll win at Carolina. They play them again in Week 17 at home. Mm. And I think they have a relatively easy game in between that. So it's all in the Saints now. The Saints. Uh, they think they've got Pittsburgh next week. Okay, well, that's a win. Um, knowing how inconsistent Pittsburgh are. Yeah, but that they'll is, get too big for their boots. That is a massive, massive shift and a game that I think we'll be talking about come Feb when the Saints are playing off the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Because this is... Oh. I reckon this is essentially locked up the Saints' home, home foot advantage for the NFC title game. And with these teams neck and neck, I think that makes the difference. Uh, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. Let's Moving move on. on to a game that I watched a little bit of, actually. A little cheeky late we arrival to work. I got a little bit in of the Packers at Chicago. And it was just another game in December. Rodgers has the long sleeve. You know, you can see the uh, the air coming out of the players' mouths. This is Rogers' neighborhood. You know, he's got the he's got the hands in the pocket. He's got he's the got, hands He's the got warmest. the mustache back. He's, no, the uh, he had a little bit of facial hair. Yep. But... I turned the game on. It was 24-14, and I said, look, there's just enough time here. I think there was four minutes to go in the game. Rogers was driving. Devontae's making a few plays. Uh, my my boy Valdez Scantling looks really good um, against his best secondary. And then Rogers throws, <laughs> this, reception Rogers for throws yards. this ball to Jimmy Graham about 20 yards out, and it's a little bit kind of back shoulder. Jimmy Graham muffs it, goes straight into Eddie Jackson's hands, the Bears free safety. Yep. That was pretty much the game. Uh, and Rogers looks at Jimmy Graham like, "Geez, why do we even fucking get? Why are we what, what have you, you done since you got here? Uh, You've done fuck." And it it's was a great same, question. Yeah, and Rogers looks looks like he's just playing with absolute nuffies. Like every time there's a drop ball, there's a there's an incorrect route. He just looks frustrated. The Bears won this game. They I think the Packers yeah obviously kicked a field goal late, but it was twenty four seventeen. Trubisky did just enough to win the game. This defense once again showed up. Khalil Mack was involved with heaps of sacks. The secondary was playing well. And this Bears team did what they needed to do at home. Yeah, and th- they've continued to do this all season, which is beat teams that are worse than them. And if you're going to be a great <laughs> team, you've got to be able to do that. But that's see, this, this is what the Rams couldn't do. Yeah, y- You should be able to beat Philadelphia at home. They couldn't. And at this point, I feel like the Bears seem like, uh, I, I don't want to say like a more complete team than the Rams, mm-hmm. but more dangerous. Because their yep. defense is legit. I mean, they're unreal. Plus, uh, their left tackle proposed... To his wife after I the saw game. That. Yeah. And funny fact, that will actually be the closest that any Green Bay Packers player will get to a ring this year. <laughs> because they're eliminated see from that on, the playoffs. Did you see that on Twitter? No, I came up with that myself. You did pretty, not. I'm pretty happy with you that. Did not. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> I tried, I was about to laugh. I was like, I can't. I, there's don't no way about that. Don't let me have that uh, one, mate. You can't tell me, though, the Rams are more dangerous, are less dangerous than the Bears currently. With the, with Bears, the way, Bears 10 and 4, they're the one way game. Trubisky's they're playing one, the quarterback position. Uh, you, you, the great thing about this 
Bears team is they disguise Trubisky in so many different ways, and it is all credit to the head coach, yeah. whose name is Adam Gase. Uh, it no, was <laughs> that is the Miami coach. Oh, um, Joe Nagy. Bill Nagy. Phil Nagy. Phil Nagy. Phil Nagy. Phil Nagy. Phil. I think it's Phil. Um, but <laughs> Trubisky played. No, I, I, I got to give Trubisky some props. I know he's obviously probably swearing to himself after that hate from me, but he had he he did, he did he was twenty for twenty eight, two thirty five, and two touchdowns, no picks. If he, he makes thro- things if, happen. If Trubisky throws no picks, they win the Super Bowl. It's as simple as that. That's how good this defense is. Yeah. And he obviously played well. It was good to see him play a good game after about five weeks. Obviously, he had missed three, two or three weeks with Chase Daniel in, mm-hmm. but he still wasn't at that level he was playing at when they blew out the Bucks forty eight to ten earlier in the season. But it's just good to see him playing at a decent level. They've almost, they've essentially locked in the NFC North title. They have. They the have best. clinched it. So they've clinched officially. it today. So fantastic news for them. And I think currently in the playoff pitch, they still host Minnesota um, with that number six seed still up for grabs. Yeah. So I think the Bears are in a very good spot, in a better spot than Dallas, considering they will host Seattle Oof. in that wild card. And uh, there will definitely be a threat. Absolutely, absolutely. Chicago Bears looking good. Who knows? Another upset for the Rams. They could be moving up in the in the seedings. They might have something to play for. So the Rams come week seventeen. The Bears, yeah. yeah, could be getting that second seed. Just a game behind, and they have the tiebreaker. Oh my god! How exciting! I love when the I've Chicago Bears, the Bears are good. Though. Yeah, they're, and you I, know I what? could get on them for the, the playoffs. You'd get on anyone who's doing well. <laughs> but the, it, was, it was not Green Bay. Yeah, the Chicago you arch rival team. I could get on them. I don't mind them. I like, first time de- since, no, I like the defense. First time since 2010 that they've won the NFC yeah, North. Jay Chase. Cutler took it from Rogers' hands. Mm. It was a very, it was a filth, filthy year for me. Also, uh, first that was time my transition year from the Chargers. Um, <laughs> no, no, I think it was. You were going with the Redskins when RG3 oh, I, was I wish there. I was still going with the Redskins while they played against the Jags. <laughs> that really gave them a, a, a <laughs> good run today, eh? mate. Let's uh, let's move it on to New England at Pittsburgh, mm. and all signs were leading to Pittsburgh completely collapsing Imploding. this week. Uh, They were on a five-game skid, not looking too good. New England usually handled Pittsburgh pretty comfortably. I think they've won their last five games. Sorry, the yeah, five-game skid against the Pats, I should say. Well, Bill Simmons said they pay tax on the steals. They own them. Because they are very good. Oh, well, he's not saying too much now because Pittsburgh. Yeah, I cannot wait for that podcast. Their D completely handled New England, only scoring 10 points in the game. And to be honest, probably let – the Patriots stick around for longer than they should have been there, Chaz. Yep. Okay. I think with this New England offense, obviously we know it's missing its its, its key players. Rob Gronkowski is essentially a walking zombie, and this Patriots offense is not looking like the offense we're used to seeing, especially come late in December when they have such a good record. Um, and you know, considering this type of game and, and these, it's it's a relatively low scoring game between the Patriots and the Steelers. They always have kind of a twenty eight twenty five mm. kind of game. Um, well, so I think this was unusual to see, but obviously a, a defensive showing from the Steelers. And it was cold uh, out there, Chess. Yeah, it would, have, it would have been cold in Pittsburgh. Um, did Connor play? Connor did not play, but you know, Jalen Samuels had 142 yards on the ground yes. for Pittsburgh. Yes. Really making yep. light work of the New England front. Uh, both uh, their offensive and defensive lines for the Steelers dominated the game. And I think that was the difference. Brady was getting knocked around a bit, looking uncomfortable, throwing off his back foot. Mm. Towards the end of the game, uh, it was set up for a classic Tom Brady tie-the-game drive, right? They're down yeah. by seven. They get the ball back. He's got all the time in the world. And they're marching down the field, not with any authority, but the, you know, the Patriots are making it happen. He's hitting Edelman. He's hitting Gronk. You've seen this film before. Brady's storming down the field. He's 100%. pretty much a certainty no matter who he's 
no matter who his supporting cast is. But they get about to the twenty yard line, Pittsburgh's twenty twenty yard line. Yeah. And uh every throw that he's trying to hit into the end zone, he's just sailing. Sailing over the receivers' yeah. heads. It was very unbrady like. And maybe what we're starting to get used to this year in twenty eighteen, like Tom Brady's forty one. You know, he's not in that MVP form at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to get back to that. But he's still a good enough player to win these kinds of games. And I think a lot of it came down to the offensive and defensive lines for the Patriots just not yep. being able to, to move the ball in the trenches and not being able to stop the Pittsburgh attack. So with Brady getting regularly flustered, did you feel like he wasn't yeah. wasn't set in the pocket? Cameron Hayward was really doing yeah, some damage. Cameron, yep. um, and Stephen Twitt. Stephen Twitt. He's, he's been around for a long time, Stephen Twitt. Yeah, he's almost been around as long as Brett Kiesel. Brett uh, fear, fear the Beard, one of my favorite like, Madden players. Yeah, he was a, he was a great Brett one. Kiesel. One of the favorite players um, who was like a 77 yeah. rating. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's still want to play with he him. He was durable. Yeah. Um, exactly. And just like we said with, with the, uh, the Rams loss, just the Patriots now have moved down from that second seat as we discussed earlier and now will host, I think, the Ravens in the wildcard round currently as the playoff pitcher which, sits. Which is a really interesting predicament for the Patriots it because is. they can't stop the run and the Ravens have recently become the best running team in the league, mm-hmm. hands down. And even with the Steelers with their, what, third running back? Yeah, Th- yeah third in the depth chart, if you, yeah. if you count Le'Veon Bell, if you still can. Yeah. Um, we're able to put up 142 yards on them on the ground. Uh, it's a really worrying sight for this um, for this Patriots team. It does and feel like to me for the first time, Chaz, uh, sorry to interrupt you there. No, you go. That the AFC is more interesting than the NFC. First time maybe in years for me. Yeah, but I'm I think genuinely so. looking at it. I'm like, all six seeds have the potential to make the Super Bowl. When you look at the the playoff picture, like anyone can beat anyone. I don't feel like the Patriots Patriots are infallible. I feel like the Steelers, if they rock up, mm. they could beat anyone. And if they don't, then they won't. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are looking dangerous because they're in the playoffs. Houston, not sold on them. No, I'm not sold on the Texans. I'm not sold on the Ravens. I'm sold on the Houston Texans. I think that... I, d- I do agree with what you're saying because normally in the AFC we always see the first and second seed pretty much wait for whoever wins the wild card to just come come to the house and just pants them. Well, last it's year it's was been a the case. prime example. Yeah, it's been the case every time the Patriots play the Texans in the AFC division or they play the Colts and they beat them 44-7 and it's pissing down. Mm-hmm. It just happens every year, so it's great to see that. And I think, obviously, out of all those four teams in the wild card round, the Chargers, which we will get on the Chargers at Chiefs, just have to be the biggest threat. I think across the board, NFC, AFC that's not playing the one or two seed mm-hmm. come January because this Chargers team is getting red hot. They are equal with the Chiefs for win-loss and they've got an easier two-game stretch heading heading into the playoffs. They do. So they could easily grab that one seed. The Chiefs could be a wild-card team. Which is Based crazy on how they started. Think. They could be a wild-card team. The Chargers and the Texans <laughs> could be the one and two seed. It just doesn't shit. make sense. Didn't even think about that. Wow, what a world we live in. If you told me that in week three, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, you, I think the, the Chargers would have been one and two. The Chiefs, yeah. uh, sorry, the Texans, 0 oh and three. <laughs> My God. It's absurd. What a world we and live Mitch in, Charlie. Trubisky's leading the Bears to, to, to a bye. It's Matt, incredible. Aaron, Mike McCarthy was My, fired. Yeah, Mike McCarthy's the fired. Browns, Browns have more wins in five weeks than they did in three years. Oh, my God. We'll get on that. You know, the Packers, D's anemic. Just yep. a hey, lot of different curveballs. Let's, let's move on. Oh, one, one sec. Uh, no, just yep. before, before we end, I just need to give a shout-out to uh, our boy, Joe Hayden. Huge pick. Oh, really? Today. Oh, yeah. To ice the game? Uh, more, not ice the game, but he, he stopped a short touchdown. He might be a good 
He might be a good bit. We love Joe Hayden. He's the best cornerback. I love yeah. him. He's, he's left the Browns probably the worst time. Browns looking good. Yeah, but Browns he's joined the Steelers. You want to get on that train. Um, he's looking great. Also, best punt I've ever seen by Ryan Allen. Um, what about our boy Seattle? No, best punts. Just one of the best punts. Okay. It was pretty good. Ryan Allen. You got to check out the highlight. He punts it. Looks like it's going to be a touchback. Almost like three Steelers juggle it back into play. Uh, sorry, not Steelers. Uh, Patriots juggle it back into play. It's good viewing. Good viewing. We'll check that out. We got we got to give some love to the punters. Uh, moving on to another champagne. This was obviously the Thursday night game. Not going to spend too long on it. Obviously, you've heard um, endless, endless analysis on this game. It was the Chargers visiting the Chiefs um, for AFC supremacy. And as we discussed, this was a massive win in the context of the playoff picture with the Chargers getting a much-needed scalp. They were down, I think, 28-14 to 14 at one stage in this game. Rivers had thrown two costly picks. The Chiefs' offense was marching up and down the field with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the same old customers, and even getting Johnson, mm-hmm. the running back number 26, involved in the running game. And they just looked like they were just going to pants the Chargers. And Phillip Rivers, composed as ever, found his guy. Now, it's one of the Williams. I don't know if it's number 81 or 16, but I always get them mixed up. Well, there's two of them. Mike Williams is the guy who's a first rounder, I think seventh, seventh pick in the draft. Yeah. And first year, he busted his ACL or something like that. Yeah. And he's come back with a vengeance. He's looking yeah. so good. He's tall. He's lanky. Yeah. He, he can reach, all, pluck the ball out of all anywhere. All the charges, players are the same. They wear the long sleeve with, with the dreads. Yeah. They're all the same. They've always got dreads. Always got dreads. And they're always like, they're not that sexy. They're just kind of tall and lanky, and they run around and make these incredible catches. Mm. Mike Williams had a field day. He had two receiving touchdowns and a rushing TD. The Chiefs defense oh. once again exposed when they needed this. The Chiefs defense needed to step up when they when the Chiefs needed them, and they gave up 15 points in a row. Phillip Rivers, you saw the two-point conversion at the end. Uh, unreal. Wide Unbelievable open. sense. And the balls on Anthony Lidd. The fuck? Oh, yeah. No, no. He, he took he took a leaf yeah. out of Ron Rivera's book. Absolutely. And he said, you know he, what? He put him into a wheelbarrow and he walked them out with a win. Those, those big two balls of his. That could be one of the most meaningful two-point conversions in NFL history. Uh, if the Chargers can take the one seed. Yeah. Because of that. I mean, it's got to be up that there. that game goes to OT. It's either team's game. You don't know that. So. And, that, and that's what I think I love about the call. You're like, oh, look, yeah. if we give the Chiefs the ball, they're going to march down. They're going to score. We're, we're winning this today. He might win coach of the year. I don't think so. But Why not? Uh, I just think that Andy Reid's scheming has been so good. Oh, Bill, come on. Bill Nagy's taken a, in his first year, taken you know, yeah. Mitch Trubisky to, to an AFC North title. Plus, you've got to think about uh, Sean McVay and everything he did earlier in the year. It has trailed off, against Philly. Has But you've got to think off. about... The Chargers and what they've been known for. Mm. He has he changed the culture. eradicated that losing culture. Yeah, and the right. close games. And it was just a massive win. I'm so happy to see the Chargers at this level. They do play. They now host the Ravens next week. So that's a cakewalk. Then they go to Denver. No, give me. So if the Browns can do it, the Chargers can do it. They, they're their two zip. The Chargers face the Seahawks next week in Seattle. Uh, the Chiefs, sorry. The Chiefs face Seattle, sorry. In Seattle. That's no easy feat. No. Then they host the Raiders. So... Based okay. on that, mm. I'm thinking the Chargers finish 2-0 and and they take this number one seed from the Chiefs. Well, potentially. Phil Rivers just said, hey, this is my, this is my year. This is my, this is my year. This is my, this is my year. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're just got, goddamn excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're hell excited to have oh, you on obviously, board. Obviously, you know, uh, I love playing for San Diego. I'm sorry, uh, the Los Angeles. I'm sorry, Carson. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Shucks, it's a hell of a time. Uh, can we give me my bolo uh, tie? No, uh, it's great. I love Phil. He's, uh, he's awesome. We love Phil. Is you know, and I think this is a great way for him to remind everyone he's obviously a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, he always has been, uh, and he deserves uh, the praise. He I mean, does. MVP discussion at this point, Chaz. 
a lot of players in the mix. Maybe the widest uh, pool of players in recent memory. Ah, come on. You got to well, think it's, about it. Patrick... Breeze, Mahomes, and Rivers. It's Breeze, Mahomes, Todd Rivers. Todd Gurley is uh, not playing at the level he needs to win MVP no, no, at the running but, position. But, you know, you got to think about Russell Wilson. Oh, uh, yeah. But Potentially. He's, he's, he's too pedestrian. Oh, not okay. enough TDs. Mahomes throwing, what, 45 touchdowns there? Yeah, that's pretty tough to beat. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Donald. We're not thinking about Aaron oh, Donald. No, the man who's got the most sacks with the most double teams Please. in it's the league. quarterback's league. league. Uh, we're just going to think about the... think about the factors. Just wear this You sound like Booger. Uh, gosh, uh, at least I don't sound like Jason Witten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, it's a, it's a, it's an incredibly awesome finish in that AFC West. It's very exciting. And who would have called it, man? That's, a, that's great stuff. The Chargers saying Super Bowl, you know, that's electric. That's something I'd like to see. Imagine Drew Brees going up against the His guy that replaced team. him fourteen years ago yes. or whatever it was. Fucking insane. Oh, man, they'd have a field day on the headlines for that bad boy. Hall of Fame game. Mate, let's move to the inner goods. And this was a Saturday game at Cleveland, Ohio. The Denver Broncos went over there, uh, visited those uh, Browns. The dog pound. the Browns visited the Broncos. Uh, The Browns did visit the Broncos. My bad. Mile High Stadium. I saw a lot of orange and I I thought it was a home team. the horse sound. Ah, that's that's the dead giveaway. That got me. Uh, mate, they etch away with the win, 17-16, in what was a weird game from a coaching perspective on the Vance Joseph side. And uh, his seat, Chaz, has got to be pretty hot right now. He was saying that all on me. And he should. A really Vance. questionable call. They were down 17-13. Fourth and one. Decide to go for the field goal with like five minutes left. How far out? Uh, like a 31-yarder chip shot. But the strange Come thing- on, man. You can't tell me you go from in that. How long to go? Four minutes? Four minutes. No, no, no. You got to kick that field goal. What are you talking about? You trust your D. But you're yeah. not. No, but you're down. You're down by. I know you're down, down by four. four. I know you're down by four. But you got to say, we're going to get another possession back. How many timeouts do they have? Oh, I can't tell you. You can't tell you. But I'm just saying, if they don't kick that field goal and they turn it over on downs. Yeah. Then they might you're still get another, down they, by a score. They might not get up another possession to kick a field goal. If they get another possession later on in the game to kick a field goal, then they can win the game. Yeah, but they they could still get another possession to try and score a touchdown. It's yeah, the same. I get that. You've got to score. I get that, but it makes it easier if you kick that first field goal. A, in I terms feel of like you've you got a chance to score and be ahead right now, or yeah. you've got a chance to still be down and have to get the ball back and have to march it down again. Yeah, to halfway to forty the forty yard line. If you kick so, that field goal and you kick that field goal, you got to stop. You you, you got your 30, 40 yards. Well, you're a position to win obviously, the game. Obviously, there's sides to both, but I would definitely go for it in that situation. Yeah. I think a lot of that's coaches would have. That's, that's why you, your team's the Ravens. That's why. It's <laughs> doing I'm, well. That's why my team's number two. Your team's Green Bay. That's why my team's number two seed. What are, we, what are we arguing about it's, here? It's, so the Browns get the win. It's Baker the, FD, May, it's the FDU team. Baker Mayfield. Uh, didn't look too hot. No. Uh, he struggled against an aggressive pass rush. Uh, but obviously, Chaz, I think Cleveland wanted it more in this game. Oh, they always do. They always do, the Browns. They give you a real good scrap. Baker Mayfield wasn't exactly as sexy as he was in that again, compared to that first half against the uh, the Panthers last week. Mm. He lit it up. Some of the throws he was making. Um, but it was just a great win by this Browns team to go into Denver. I think they're now on a three-game winning streak. Well, mm, I think oh, they might have lost a couple won, weeks ago. They've won, I think, they've I beaten know, the Bengals. four out of five or something. Yeah, four out of five. So, but something like that. But, yeah. Which now means that Greg Williams has more wins than Hugh Jackson in his entire tenure. In five games wow. or six games. Then, yeah, I think they're four and two with Greg Williams. Yeah. He's making a strong case to be the head coach. I mean, that's crazy. It is, crazy it is to pretty think. crazy to think. I think Mike McCarthy is, is pretty uh, looking pretty good for next year. 
Uh, I'll be keeping my Mike ear to the McCarthy. ground. Um, Mike McCarthy, potentially. To be the coach um, of the Browns. Coach of the Browns. That is a terrible coaching Offensive hire. mind. And I think that um, the Browns, I, I just love seeing this team no longer watching them and thinking this this is just a garbage franchise and they're always going to be in games. And Baker Mayfield has solidified this starting job for as long as uh, his career will last. And it's just incredible to see some of these players. Jarvis Landry's having a great year. Nick Chubb is a beast on the ground. Miles Garrett's enjoying football. Can we appreciate that? He's, Miles a, happy, Garrett, he's a happy boy. The number one pick when yep. he started there. He's like, this fucking basket case. I'm going to be out of here in two years. He's playing for Deshaun and, Kaiser. Yeah, he's playing for Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> you know, Ngakwe. Not Ngakwe. Um, David Njoku, the tight end, Njoku, number 85. Yeah, getting... He's also playing well. And I like their <laughs> secondary. Jabril Peppers. Uh, Peppers is good. And that other guy, Ward. Number 43. Den, uh, Denzel Ward. Denzel Washington. Den, uh, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. So he's... Uh, He's looking good. I really like this Browns team. And I think if they hadn't started so goddamn shit and losing all those overtime games, they would legit they're still legitimately in the playoff race. Uh I think with that Pittsburgh win, it becomes like a one percent chance. If Pittsburgh lost today to the Patriots, which there was a real chance of, the yeah. Browns could have maybe run the table, who knows? But unfortunately, yeah, it's 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 a long shot at this point for them to knock out anyone and get into the wild card. Mm. Uh and I think they, they would require the Titans and Colts to tie in week 17 for them to get in. Could, hey, that could very well happen. Well, we don't know. You know that could be six apiece. Let's not, let's not make any assumptions. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that LP field? Uh, I don't know. If it's outside, then you know, it's anyone's <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, interesting predicament for the Denver Broncos. You've got to imagine that they're blowing it up uh, next year. Uh, Case Keenum, I don't think he's going to. He's played you know, fine this year. He's played yeah. to Case Keenum level, but that's you, know, you get what you pay for when you play free yep. agency. Uh, yeah, you got to think of Vance Joseph draft. on the way out. Absolutely. And this team, anemic as ever. What are they now? Six and six. Six and, six and eight. Yeah, just another, no, few, another another nothing year for the Denver Broncos. After a couple of like gutsy wins, though, over the Chargers and the pay, uh, sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers, but it, it does seem things yeah. have slowed down. You know, they lost Chris Harris. They lost Emmanuel Sanders. They traded Chris away Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Uh, they're just missing a lot of the star power that was making they're them. just boring. Yeah, they There's are boring. sexy about this team. Whereas when you watch Baker Mayfield, dude. Yeah. My God. He makes me want to watch football. He might throw some picks, but they're going to be an awesome No, he's awesome throws. They're going to be long bombs. He was beating his chest after they scored. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is exactly what I want my quarterback to be. He's pumped up. Agreed. He's energetic. And, uh, you know, he rolls with the punches. And you got to love does. it. He does. Moving on to another Yenna good. Uh, gee, this is tough to make the Yenna good. Uh, looking at the other, the rest of my games. Uh, but I do have... Despite the scoreline, the, the Colts <laughs> and the Cowboys, uh, it was twenty-three <laughs> to zip. But I do think we learned a lot based from this game. On the matchups uh, and the excitement around this game, obviously considering Dallas's hot streak and their positioning in the NFC East, heading to Indianapolis to take on Andrew Luck and the Colts a week after they knocked off the almost impenetrable Houston Texans. This game had all the makings of a classic at Lucas Oil Stadium, a game that I steered well clear of in the multi. And the Colts, god damn, I don't know how they do it. Two weeks after scoring zero points against Cody Kessler, uh, they come out and shut out Dallas, this red-hot Dallas running game. Andrew Luck doing what he does best. He had, actually, he didn't do what he did best. (laughs) I'm looking at the stats. He had 192 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. So, Marlon Mack. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> tell me what he does best. I'll tell you what he does best. He runs that football. And runs the rock. <laughs> he, 
He pounds that rock. Oh, God. 27 carries. <laughs> Charlie, an autopilot for a second. <laughs> as we know. I can say this from my sleep. 139 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns for Marlon. Return off the Mac. The best Mac in football. Return outside off of the Mac. The best Mac in football. Yeah, yeah. Outside uh, of Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.Y., five catches, 85 yards. And the Cowboys, Ezekiel had actually had 87 yards on the ground. So Actually. Really kind of no excuses to not at least uh, score at least a field goal or a touchdown. Dak Prescott, 206 yards. Boring as ever. Zero touchdowns and a pick. It Obviously, was, this Colts defense doing what they need to do. It was a weird shutout because Dallas were moving the ball up the field, but mm. between blocked field goals... Uh, we're going to get that in Dallas, for sure. Yeah, interceptions, just drive killers, and going forward on fourth down, not being able to convert, not being able to penetrate what is a very strong Colts defensive line. Mm. Their, their defense, possibly the most improved unit uh, across the NFL this year, uh, and they've earned it. And this is a big statement of that, which is the Cowboys scored uh, zero points. Mm. And when we look back over the past few weeks, um, the Cowboys' offense hasn't exactly been prolific. Yeah, you know, they got a, scored a few against the Eagles. Mm. But generally speaking, these wins have been narrow games, you know, 13-10. Yeah, the Saints, yeah. Exactly. The, the Philly game was 29-26, but I understand your point in that uh, Dallas aren't going to light it up majority of the weeks throughout the season. Yeah, and I still don't trust and Dak Prescott fully as a quarterback. Yeah, I'm still not completely sold to him. The hot boys, as the Cowboys are calling themselves, their defense um, not slowing down the running attack of the Colts, as you said. But what was killing me about last week's game for Philadelphia against the, the Cowboys is how badass the Cowboys looked after every time they scored. Because Amari Cooper would run in with the ball. He wouldn't, he wouldn't celebrate. He wouldn't do anything. He'd just like stare down the barrel of the camera or out to the stands and just say, yeah, that's what I fucking do. Yeah. Like, this is how we play. I'm not doing your bullshit celebrations. I'm not doing anything. It's just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's my job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like that's what the Colts were able to do today. Absolutely. And you look at the receivers for the Cowboys. Blake Jarwin leading the way with four catches and 45 yards. Amari, our boy, had four catches, 32 yards. So the Colts Oops. definitely held him in check. Yeah. Um, and Alan Hearns, one catch, nine yards. So the Colts get that win, and that is a massive, massive win for their playoff chances. They're still out of it, by, I think, by one game. Is yeah, that right? They are They're now eight and six. The uh, They are eight and six, uh, tied with uh, atop the AFC sort of uh, race for yep. that six yeah. seed with uh, the Ravens. But the Ravens have the tiebreaker over them. I'm not sure if that was a direct win or just how the tiebreaking system works. Right. So the Ravens could well and truly be out of the playoffs next week. They could. Yeah. Well, who do the Colts face next week? Which is an interesting question. Well, uh, look to that. But it's interesting to see. Obviously, now with the Dolphins losing, we'll talk about the Minnesota Ooh, game. Oh, they got the Giants. That oh, is a layup. Oh, that is a win. And finishing the season out, Tennessee. Tennessee also eight and six. Oh, of course the Titans are. Of course the Titans hang around, knocking the Giants seven and zip. But it'll be interesting to see. How that six spot? I think the Dolphins are officially gone. The Bengals and Broncos I mean, we, were crossed off about. They're four not officially, ago. but they've got to be. You go cross yeah, them off. They can't. could potentially replace the Patriots if the Patriots lose out. But you know, if you make Kirk Cousins look like Brett Favre <laughs> and the Vikes in '09, and you can't be playing playoffs. Yeah, so, and in, uh, a it was nice to see Dallas back down to earth and the Colts back on track. Moving on, uh, another yen yeah, good for us today. And it was an overtime thriller between the Seahawks and the 49ers. You heard that right. An overtime thriller between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Chaz, they played each other only like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And so and it's and insane Seattle, that Seattle played around with them. Yeah. They, they, like a little brother. They destroyed them. Yep. However, this week, obviously, uh, that did rub Nick Mullins the wrong way. 
He came out, played uh, lights out, a 20 of 29, 275 yards, uh, a touchdown. I think this stretch of his career has earned him that like Colt McCoy level. I'm going to be in the league for the next 20 years. Agreed. Status. You know what I mean? He'll he'll be around the mark. He'll he'll be on a he'll, he'll keep his phone by his side. Yeah, because he's gonna, there'll be some teams that need him. He's going to be on like twelve different teams, like Josh Johnson. You know what I mean? I just get yeah. that vibe from him. There'll if be a not, few injuries he'll bank on. There'll be a few times he'll be holding the Microsoft Surface on the bench with the quarterback going through some plays. Yeah, he'll and, be throwing some balls and if a headset. If he's lucky, he'll be Nick Foles one day. Yeah, but uh, it was it was an unfortunate day for the Seahawks. You probably had this penciled in as a win. Doesn't affect their standings. They still are the fifth seed in the NFC, and control their destiny to hold that uh, position. But they're eight and six. And it's interesting to see now because you look at the playoff picture with Seattle. Now losing that much in a game, they have the Chiefs next week at home, obviously, which is not going to be easy. It's So that that Panthers are now, I think the Panthers now obviously have to account for the fact that they'll lose the Saints tomorrow. The other remaining wildcard teams are Philly mm-hmm. at seven and seven. Seven and seven, that's right. And potentially get in. That's it. And the Washington Redskins. What are they? Seven and seven. Seven and seven. Oh. And, <laughs> and I believe the Panthers are also, I think, at oh sitting God. at, what, six and seven? The Panthers six and seven. They've so, lost five straight. So if they knock off the Saints tomorrow. Yeah. Which, you know, Which could happen based on this week. <laughs> based off today. Yep. Who knows? They could still be nipping at the heels. Incredible Seattle. Um just another garbage performance, which they deliver oh. at the most unexpected of time. No, Seattle do this. They do this uh, quite a lot. I, I don't know. I, I felt like it was a tough, tough slate having to go up against San Francisco, having played them a couple of weeks ago. And like yeah. San Francisco to Such them. wear and tear and ground yeah, and pounds. No, I mean, you just got to imagine like, you know, I, I just feel like there's some kind of a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. you're right. Ah, so forget that. All yeah. right, whatever. They should have won. They should have won. They should have won this game. But they, 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 they had a bunch of they, penalties they, they, that they really hurt them. Mm. I was watching it the, this afternoon. Really had my feet up. Tough day in the office for Zacho. Tough day. Uh, uh, and and that, that, that was the undoing. Pete Carroll chewing the shit out of that uh, chewing gum. Absolutely. As he always does, the Chinos. Only well, downside for the 49ers is they move back in the yeah, race to the number one pick. They're killing themselves. I know. Uh, Defense played well. Uh, that d- uh, defensive line for the San Francisco 49ers, they've invested a lot of first-round picks while they were starting to do some Jimmy damage. G celebrating? Uh, I actually didn't see him. Oh, okay. I think he's taking the year off. Yeah. Didn't show kick. him on TV. Tough kick. Yeah. Moving on. We move on to the other Saturday game. It was the Texans at the Jets. I actually woke up on Sunday morning and realized this game was on. Uh, buff stream what, on what my a, phone. What a treat it is. What a treat. In Australia to have Sunday was, football. Exactly. I just finished my exam last week. I had my I had my whole Sunday morning planned. I was going to wake up at 11. Mm. And I woke up at 9.30. I obviously had enough of a sleep. Didn't set the alarm. You know when you have that, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can get out of bed. I've, yeah. had, I've had that sleep. I've had, I'm good. I've I'm had, in a good. I'm I've at the end th- of the cycle. Yeah. I'm happy. Exactly. So I watched a bit of Texans Jets on my phone on bus stream for about 15 seconds and was encapsulated by what I was seeing uh, that I went back to sleep. And, you know, that's probably was, the right course of action. <laughs> I was really excited to see Sam Darnold on a product. On a, on a, I've actually seen him on a primetime game. Right. And what about that first start that he had against? Uh, was it Cleveland? No, he lost that game. He lost that game. But uh, this Jets team, they, 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 they stuck fat against these Texans. 
and it was actually a relatively close game in the end. I, it, it, it kind of had that feel in the second half, like the Texans were kind of just going about their business, going through the motions. Um, they were up 16-3 at one stage. It just turned into one of those games where you're almost urging for the ad break to happen. Like it's almost to that point where it's it's it's, it's so pedestrian. It's so pedestrian and so boring. You wouldn't even know if the ads were on. Well, it is funny. Incredibly, like this New York Jets team. It's a no-name offense. Not the biggest no-name offense in the league, but certainly I just I know Donald, and that's it's about it. A run. I, yeah, I, really, it's a head scratcher. But uh, there was a point where I thought maybe the New York Jets might pull this one out. Yeah, and then the Texans just it came back, and DeAndre yep. Hopkins is an absolute freak, like a freak. Yeah, he caught a good ball, 170 yards, two touchdowns, and another incredible catch for the big fella carrying this team. I would say. Between him, Deshaun Watson, a lot of star players on the Houston Texans. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. He has six catches, 59 yards. But obviously, and it's just incredible to see Deshaun Watson adapting to this New York Jets defense. They held the run. They held Lamar Miller to eight eight yards off three carries, sorry. And Deshaun had four carries for 26 yards. Obviously, the Texans, another game they had to win. They did. An inferior opponent, the Jets, fall to four and ten. Texans, ten and four, locking that number two seed. Not and locked in, uh, you know, still up, well, still up in the air. It's pretty much locked in. Texans and have a very feisty Philadelphia Eagles next week. I say this everywhere, Zach. Are you convinced by Houston? Uh, no, because I looked over their schedule thinking about this, uh, and I looked at who they've played, and honestly, Charlie, it's tough to say that this is a team that could beat any top-tier competitor. I would not say that they could beat anyone who's in the playoffs convincingly. I'm not saying convincingly. I'm or saying even like... M- definitely not convincingly, and I would probably pick any team in the playoffs over Houston in Houston. So you take the, a traveling New England team off a bruising encounter with Baltimore and New England to beat the Texans? Yeah, probably. At NRG Reliance Stadium. Absolutely, because you think about... Bill O'Brien's house. You think about Bill O'Brien going up against Bill Belichick. I'm just saying, playoff experience, pedigree, I'm just saying, big moments. quarterback play, team that's cooked, dynasty that's over, Tom Brady's 41. This is exactly the game the Texans win. It's not because they lost to them earlier JJ in the Watt, year. You can imagine JJ Watt just slopping, chomping at the bit to go after Tom Brady with Jadavian. I can so see it happening right now. The Texans the were beaten the by Patriots. Patriots beat them earlier in the year. I get that, but I'm saying in in January, coming off a Baltimore encounter, <laughs> I could see the Texans doing it, and I could see Baltimore beating them. I could see Pittsburgh beating them. I could see the Patriots. Of course, beating you can see them. Baltimore beating them. Pittsburgh. If the uh, Pittsburgh can't win two games in a row, <laughs> so based on math, they won't beat them unless they are the second seed. <laughs> exactly, but you have to be. Yeah, you have to. Be. I, I'm just saying this Texas team. You know what the, the great saying is? Here, really here we go. Put in front of you. Okay, uh, that's one of the greats. Yeah. In sporting, who said that? Quotes. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure who said it, but I've heard I'll it a lot. Like, Ali. Ali. Might have been Ali. Yeah, sure. I've, I've heard it a lot. You've read the book? I have. I've, I'm halfway through the book. Ah, is that, that where the pictures are? That'll get to work out this summer <laughs> with the marketing strategy. But I think um, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see my team go 10 and 1. So good. So, yeah, it's just great. 10 and 1. Yeah, they've had a good run. They've had a great run. Oh, they've had a good run. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're 1 and 0. This is the new streak now. Yeah. 1 and 0 after yeah. uh, a suffering loss to a much better. Uh, Colts team at this point in the year. Moving along, Chaz, uh, let's talk. <laughs> pretty much the rest of the games are a shit show. Oh, come on. And they are uh, stinkers. It Do is not th- hate it is a, on. It is, of course, the third down. Uh, we've got a few games to get through here, and I don't want to spend 
too much time in them, to be honest. But let's start the backyard with blitz. Oakland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati get the win. Um, oh, you started with this? Well, no, there's no <laughs> no particular order. But they're all stinkers, mate. No one wins. The Driscoll Files. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, Driscoll. Driscoll getting the job done, uh, man, against uh, an Oakland team that I don't, people were like, talking a little bit of shit about because they beat a Steelers team that just didn't rock up. But no, the Oakland Raiders showed who exactly who they are. They didn't play well. And, you know, since he uh, gets an O'Driscoll win. I've got a proposition for you. If we we're in Cincinnati, yeah. which we never would be. Never. Of all the places in America. And I said to you, I can take you for free to Cincinnati, <laughs> Oakland. Or we can go to a bar and pay with our own money to watch it. What would you rather do? Wait. I could. Sorry. Wait. I you could, could go to Cincinnati, Oakland. Yeah. And watch the game. For free. No. But you have to pay for beers. Or we can go to a bar. With free piss and watch it on TV. I'd go to the bar. Oh my god! No, are you serious? What? Well, you I wouldn't. wouldn't I just would... wouldn't watch it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it because alcohol's involved? <laughs> Is that the only reason? I just didn't want to have it? to pay for the alcohol. I was like, what's the cheaper option? It's a free ticket. Yeah, but it's it's, it's... tickets with Cincinnati, Oakland's like thirty bucks. I'm watching Driscoll versus Carr. <laughs> I mean, I'm not exactly lining up outside trying to scalp a couple of tickets. You get free piss at, <laughs> at the bar. At the bar. At the bar. That's where ah. the free piss is. Because you need to have a piss up to even want to watch this game. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, you to be trashed. Look, Joe Mixon, he uh, did a bit of damage on the ground, uh, 129 yards off 27 rushes with two touchdowns. Quietly having a, a decent year. But apart from that, Tyler Boyd, one of their best receivers, went down. What's happened to him? I, well, he's, I think he's had 1,000 yards this he, season. He was, he was quietly fantasy like up to week nine. What's that? Like he was lighting up fantasy. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely. Highlights, he'd catch at least one or two. I'm not sure if he's going to be back next week, um, but he was uh, he was definitely hurt. Uh, Jordan Nelson actually had 88 yards. Good to see him the out there. The fact that he brings his name up makes me sick. He's a good player. Still uh, playing. I feel like if he was still at the uh, the Green Bay, oh, here we go. Green Bay Packers, that Mike McCarthy might you start You do realize if you're at a bar, you'd have to pay. You have to tip. You don't have to tip at the games. What are you so trying to, what are you come, trying to sell gonna, me on that's here? That's going to come into play. Are we trying to talk about how shit this game is? Yeah, I we're going to try to say how shit this game is. I wouldn't want to go there either way. I would, okay. uh, honestly, you, you couldn't. Pay. I would rather go, go to, to a Cincinnati bar Museum. and watch a different game. Here's probably how you should have pitched that's it. Huge. Right? Like, would you rather watch a different game at the bar or go to the game for free? Yeah. I, I, just the shows the ex- I was just trying to show the extent. I'm with you. It's a, it's a shit game. Of how shit it is. It's a bad game. Let's move on. Another. Another stinker. Another stinker. Which I had money on. The Lions at the Bills. Wow. And this was a game which really made me feel shit about myself. <laughs> For betting on that it? That I'm putting money on this side of this card. If you got you're putting money on this kind of game, you've got a you've got a problem. Yeah. You, you you're really trying to make something out of nothing. And I was watching this game intently because I had Detroit at plus two and a half. And this was viewed as a conservative leg in my multi, and I was watching the game. Plus and, two and a half. Yeah, so Detroit were up I see 13, why you took it. I was at the gym. Detroit were up 13 to 7. I was like, this is the bag. And then Josh Allen, doing what he does best, leads the Bills down the field and makes it 14-13. <laughs> doing what he does best. And then he, and then they had the ball. They, were third, the they were third and seven at the Bills, at their own, at their at the Detroit 40-yard line, the Bills. Yep. Third and seven, and Detroit go off sides, make it third and two. Matt Patricia's throwing his pencil, he's losing his shit. <laughs> and I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kick a field goal for sure. It's, mm. just, it's plus two and a half. It's gonna happen. And thank God, I, I got back on the buffer stream, and they just kneeled. Oh, they just ran the clock net. out. They didn't kick the field goal. Oh, like, well, they were in range. But that's the respectable thing. That's to do. a respectable thing. To so do. anyone who tipped the bills, uh, whoever tipped would the bills, be well, that's what you be... get for tipping the bills. Exactly. You would never tip the bills. <laughs> you tipped Detroit. 
You never took the Bills, so that that's funny. Plus two and a half, wouldn't you guess? Yeah, I, I would have thought that. the the, yes. the the, uh, the the Lions would have been the favourite in that no, game, but I guess they, they haven't shown much in this season to not be in, favourite for anything. Not in Josh Allen's house, and it was a obviously not much of an offensive showing. Uh, the Bills. Imagine going to that game. That's the tricky part. I figure out. Uh, I was trying to figure out in my head is you can't give away the tickets for free, even if you want to fill up the stadium, because then people who paid would be filthy. Exactly, they'd be right, especially in Buffalo. But like, who's sitting in the cold to watch Matt Patricia rock up with his Detroit Lions to play your like think, four and nine team? I think being a Bills fan, it'd be like a weekly comedy festival. Wow! Like you just go and laugh, you just and like, you just get hammered, you just take the piss. Like if you win, it's the best day of your life. That's true. And you just go, you just don't give a shit. I mean, surely, like if, if you and I grew up in Buffalo, like how much we fun? Go for them. We'd go for we'd go for the Patriots. But how much fun would we have had with Nathan Peterman? Oh my god! Like it would have been the best. It's like finish your drink if he throws the deception. Just rocking his jersey. Four if it's a pick six, and you buckled by the second quarter. It'd be unreal. I'd love to know if they did that stuff. Yeah. I, hopefully there are. I, I think. Yeah. Pick six, like a, jer- a Bills jersey that says yeah. pick six on the, yeah. the right. That's what we should do. We should go to a bar and just watch football. We should do that. Jan. Done. Yeah. Twist my arm. I'll take that. I watch the Super Bowl. Make sure you take the Super Bowl off, mate. Yeah. I could do you got to book that in. Chargers. Who knows who's going to be there? My Chargers. Chargers Seahawks. Chargers Bears. <laughs> Charlie's two favorite teams. It'll be a Mate, great, where does this put the Detroit Lions? You... Them up. <laughs> well, the Lions are now equal with the Bills at five and nine. Yikes. Which, is, which you would not have called earlier in the season. I think the many had the Lions pretty high up in the NFC North. Well, I were thinking they were going to be frisky, yeah. um, but they've been anemic. And... Um, we've had this discussion before, though, and you want to shit on Stafford, but it's all front of house. Uh, as I've said many times. <laughs> how many? Oh, how, on this show. How many head coaches? It starts with head management. How many opportunities, how many receivers does he need to go through you before understand. he realizes? Re- you understand the word restructuring like I do. It is all front of house. It is, it is, it is the, the, the management control. And they're not putting the pieces around Stafford to make him the player that he can be. Spare me. Spare me. Man, they've had this guy for 10 years. He's shown nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Is it my go? All right. Let's let's move on. A, another one that I, I want to blow through, Chaz. Um, but the Miami Dolphins uh, went to Minnesota. Mm. And they were feeling themselves. I think there was a big old circle jerk happening in Florida <laughs> after they got the miracle of Miami win over the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic oh. Dolphins performance. Oh, my God. They were so <laughs> chuffed with themselves. Uh, and they thought, we're going to rock in here. And we, we, we're we're just going to walk we're, over the We're going to get rocks. another win. Now, we yep. didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but Minnesota fired offensive coordinator John D. Filippo. Apparently, Filippo. Uh, he was he just too. Flipped, he flipped his lead. He, he, he's gone. Uh, he flipped him out of town. Flipped him bloody D- in the redundancy. Mm, flipped, <laughs> flipped, flipped him. Classic. It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> they got rid of him. <laughs> Uh, promoted from within, they wanted more of a ground and pound run game. And Chaz, at the end of the first quarter, they had the most uh, offensive yards of any team all season in the first quarter. Delvin Cook ended up with 136 on the ground, two touchdowns. He was looking like the player he was meant to be. Oh, even uh, the big boy Latavius Murray had 68 on the ground. They were mm. making things happen. It made Kirk Cousins look good because he only had to throw the ball. It's a tough thing to do. 21 times uh, to put up 41 points. How does that go? Completed 14 of those I bad boys. I saw a, a highlight. <laughs> I, had to, I had to rewind and watch it again because he threw a ball over 30 yards. <laughs> so it's crazy to see. Well, he, he hasn't for the last is that, five is that weeks. Kirk Cousins? <laughs> I mean, I think he still had a pick six. Yeah, of course. To be so he's, he's, he's Kirk Cousins. He's, he's going to pay for. If he's having 21 attempts, he's going he's to throw a pick <laughs> six. But I, 
It was great. 215 yards. I mean, that's what you pay 84 mil for. And yeah, at a pick six. At a pick six. Just to keep, just to keep the game interesting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Tyler Conklin for the Vikes getting involved. Aldrick Robinson. <laughs> Conklin um, doing a bit. Uh, it just... It, <laughs> It always puts the Dolphins in the Lions class for me in terms of teams I just disrespect because you give our 41 to the Vikes after after what Seattle did to this team. I know Seattle's a good defense on Monday night, but my goodness, 41 well, points. We haven't seen this from the Vikes since AP. Yeah, and if the Dolphins want to be taken seriously, they've got to at least be competitive in a game like this. But Ryan Tannehill, man, he was not much chop. 11 of 24, 45% completion, God, 108 be, yards. God, it must be a good being an average quarterback. God. Good being seven, an average quarterback. It must be great. Seven billion people on this planet. We can't get 32 functioning quarterbacks. Yeah. It's incredible. It, it is incredible. It is. It is. It's an interesting point you bring up. Tannehill still still getting a gig in Miami. you got to wonder, like, when does the Tannehill experiment end as well? I'm ready to just like about. other teams, they're, like, playing whatever the game is where a, 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 an opposition uh, waits for you to do something. Is it cat and mouse? Yeah, sure. Cat and mouse. It's, cat, it's a cat and mouse game. <laughs> it's a cat and mouse game, Skip. <laughs> because they're waiting for teams like the Lions to, and, and to the Jags ch- to cut the Bortles, to cut the Staffords. They're not. They don't want to lose. Oh, they're ready to. Hill. They're ready to scoop up Bortles. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> ready to scoop him up. Give him a, give him a go. Yeah, Eli. He's oh, not yeah. on the trading block. Nick Mullins. I mean, there are guys <laughs> coming out of the woodwork, and Nick, it's incredible. But. I, I don't understand. I mean, they'll probably keep Tannehill. I don't know what his contract is, but it's just it's just to be able to throw a tight spiral, you're going to get a gig. Yeah. You're going to get a job. Well, if you're picked high in the draft, it, it yeah. seems so you just get all the chances in the world. But they must just get sorted in The college. Vikings sitting at 7-6-1, and one, they are the sixth seed in the playoffs. Probably the least dangerous playoff team. I would definitely agree with you there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm hoping they're not in the playoffs just because I find them very boring. Well, I hope they are for the layout for the Bears. Just a little cheeky layup. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Get that. Get them warmed up. Wouldn't mind that. Could yeah. be a layup for the Give, Rams, <laughs> the way that the Rams are playing. Send they, they Seattle to Dallas. Off. Please send Seattle to Dallas. Just <laughs> fucking 16 to 3 the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I will cry. Mate, that is, honestly. Well, that's what I think. Uh, the we want, last we want, game. That's what we want because we want the Vikings oh, in the playoffs for gambling reasons. Yeah, exactly. And we, we, want, we need the Vikes for, and, yeah, for our multi. For we'll be able to bet against them. Exactly. Big that's perfect. If, 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 yeah, the Dolphins and the Vikings, if they both can both get in. God, uh, that, what a dream. That, that could be our first multi. Um, uh, but, um, put the, put the super look, on that. We are, we are definitely praying for Cowboys, Seahawks, and it looks that way. So let's uh, let's move along to another classic Stinker. down in Jacksonville. Um, oh, God. With the skins heading to the Jags. I had this initially in my multi. Let it go. Because I thought, you know what? It's a little bit too topsy-turvy. Well, Could which, go either way. Which I way had, were you going to go? I had the Jags. I think they were minus four and a half. Yeah. And I thought that was way too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't like trust that, you, you didn't want to put your faith be, in Cody Kessler. Be, it's going to be 6-3. The skins are going to get a field goal somewhere. Yeah, the line's more than the total points scored. <laughs> that's, that's when you worry. So Cody Kessler, you know, we, we love him. Um, <laughs> he's been great on the show. He's been he, good. He, he's been good to us. He, he had nine for seventeen and fifty-seven yards. If you look and, at and if a, you look at the stat sheet, Chaz, and, and a pick. That's not first half. That is full game. <laughs> I, I'm reading that out. Fifty. He had more rushing yards. He than, had more rushing yards than passing yards than Cody Kessler. What the fuck? And this is uh, this is not Michael Vick we're talking about here. This is. It's good to see the it's leading receiver DD Westbrook with twenty-one yards. 
Holy shit, this Jags team stinks. Well, you got to wonder. Josh Johnson. Like, you could have signed Josh Johnson. You could have had him. He, yeah, was, on the, he was on the street. The guy, 151 yards. It's, it's, yes. The Jags defense would be dreaming of that yeah. level of offensive production from the other side of the ball. <laughs> 100 yards, please. Oh, God. One day. Tannehill, Tannehill or any one of those quarterbacks, they're, they're thinking Jackson. Just 57 Damn yards. Lock. How can you throw for 57 yards? And how can Blake Bortles be standing on the sideline being like, I think I, I'm good for 80 yards. I yeah, definitely could have thrown get, it. He could get you some decent field position. He could yeah. get you maybe halfway one drive. And look, and maybe maybe get, he's got two or three more picks in him. You get a good punt return. And as we said, your Stafford's, your Tannehill's, just thinking, if I shit the bed of my current team, and I'll get a max contract in Jacksonville because they <laughs> haven't seen anyone outside of a functioning retard in five years. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it, I'm in a good spot. It does, it does <laughs> seem that... And it's, uh, it's sunny down there. So yeah, it, it's, Well, it, it's all Florida. It wouldn't have it to is. move far. Yeah, four and ten. The Jacksonville Jaguars looking pretty uh, confident in the top five pick category. Oh, and they're Washington, feeling good. Washington Redskins with old JJ Josh Johnson moved to seven and seven and are in the playoff hunt. Chaz, they're half a game behind the I'd Vikings. Rather, I'd rather Detroit. <laughs> the Mark Sanchez, of course, backing up uh, Josh Johnson. I'd love to see him just sneak back into that starting yeah, role. I think he does. I think he will. He just may be a late week week 15, week 16, week 16 push, sorry, yeah. um, for that starting QB position. Because they are yeah, still in the playoff picture with the Panthers at 6-7 and seven, and Philly, miraculously, 7-7. Seven and seven. Unbelievable. Things are heating up in the kitchen, Chaz. Things are heating up in the kitchen. It's very sad to see my Packers are no longer in that Hunt playoff picture <laughs> bracket. Very sad. Well, they were always looking dangerous. We thought <laughs> if they could get hot, uh, they could pick up. Um, so that is that game. There's really nothing else to say. Cody Kessler, you wonder who will have the Jags starting job next week. Yeah, well, I think they've got to sign someone else. Off the sh- I, could, I could sling it. You've got Christmas Eve on the Monday. Oh, it is tricky. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But I still reckon, I'd, I reckon I could throw 57 yards. Yeah, just a few, launch, a few, just, a few slants. Eli, Eli Manning, the shit of it. Just yeah. launch it. Yeah, close the eyes. Close Pray for the, the best. <laughs> Tyree on the helmet. Was that Dow? The triple coverage. <laughs> a couple of screen passes. I think I can make things happen, mate. Speaking of Eli, let's talk about the Tennessee Titans at the New York Giants, mate. They were much tougher. These Tennessee Titans. They were playing in on a wet track. Big win for them. Shutting out the Giants. Saquon Barkley uh, was uh, running the ball like me out there, mate. Uh, he, looked, he wasn't making anything happen. How's he doing? Whereas Derek Henry, the big fella, 6'3", oh weighs about the same much as a, as a, as a, as a smeg fridge. Fisher and Pykel. Well, he is a hundred. He's two touchdowns, 170 yards. Derek Henry. After that 99 or 90-yard touchdown a week before, the guy is just killing it. So if you get him on your fantasy team, you're laughing. Titans now moving into uh, playoff contention. Yeah, they're, they're eight, eight and six. Eight they're eight right, and six. right with the Colts. And Marcus Mariota, 12 for 20, only 88 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Really it was replicating a it was, his best Bortles performance. It was wet. It was a bit wet track, mate. Wet track. Yeah, wet track. Exactly right. Long distance. She doesn't like the 3,200. No. Um, and she's she's a goer, but she, <laughs> she she won't get that wet track. I trust her. As well as the others. And that AFC playoff picture, incredibly exciting. The Giants... I feel very happy for the Giants fans because this can solidify that Eli's officially cooked. Yeah, I actually... Wouldn't you be happy to say that? I definitely agree with you there, mate. It's a good point because apparently there were whispers of Eli coming back next year because they yeah, were looking... Two or three, 84 mil type they, setup. They were surveying the, the <laughs> landscape and they said, I don't, the can, I don't know if we can do much better. <laughs> Who's out there? <laughs> oh, the landscape. 
The, the, yeah, that's good. Wait, what's the word? It's like the Gold Coast draft room. So, yeah, what are we looking at? The, the, land, the landscape. No, that's yeah. the word. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh. I'm laughing at the, how bad it is. Sorry, I thought I was uh, having a good time. No, no, no. But no, no, no it's, 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 it's a good word. They surveyed the landscape, said, uh, look, not a lot out there, yeah. we, we, but it, it does seem like. Manning's days are numbered, and that number might be the same score that they put up today. Very, which is very, very glad. You've got to give some credit to this Titans defense. 31 yards to Saquon Barkley is an incredible. Oh, 14 effort. attempts, too, yeah. and he had a long of 17. They were stuffing the run all day. So I think the Titans, I mean, we look at this, obviously, we, of all the teams in the hunt, I like the Colts purely because we froth them on the show, but yep. the Titans, if you actually look at their remaining games, they don't have a relatively. I'm just going to get this. Um, Loading, oh yes, nothing better than sitting. But they don't. No, but they don't have. I think they're gonna play the Colts in week seventeen. I don't know who is that at. Is that at at Colts? I want to say yes. Lucas Oil. But anyway, they have they host they host the Redskins next week, so it's gonna be very interesting to see. Don't sleep on JJ. How that plays out? Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) After what they just did, and uh, there's nothing else to say really about the Titans Giants. No, Moving on to a game which certainly deserved to be in the Stinkers. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And this game essentially ended with Jameis Winston throwing a ball underthrown by about 15 yards to a Ravens cornerback. And it was a wet game. It was a boring game. Wet track. Wet track. Nothing really she to report like here. Lamar Jackson. Uh, now well, four and one. As a starter. Well, what is interesting interesting about this team is, yeah, five weeks ago before they made the switch, before Joe Flacco got hurt, is that there were rumblings about John Harbour. Uh, Harbour? I can't say his last name. I can never say their last Nate name. Nate Scarborough. Nate Scarborough. John Harbour. Ah, whatever. John Harbour. Losing his job. John Harbour. John Harbour. Yeah. B-O-R. Harbour. Like Harbour. John Harbour. B-O-O-R. John Harbour. John John Harbour. John Harpig. Harbour. Harbour. Sounds weird now. Yeah. Well, Johnny, they were thinking about getting rid of him. I mean, uh, you know, were, the Ravens fans weren't happy. It was the same old, same old Ravens, Ravens every trash. year. Yeah. yeah, seven and nine. I had faith in them. Yeah. I saw this happening. Yeah, you saw I, saw, happening, I predicted yeah. that they were going to come good, and they did because Lamar they, they Jackson has turned this into a running team. Jazz, um, don't worry about the passing game. Lamar Jackson, yeah, 131 yards at a touchdown, whatever. Yeah, it's about the ground game. 242 total rushing yards. Over the last five weeks, mate, it's like they've gotten around the 170 to 240 mark on the ground every week. And they're kind of looking dangerous. And if they can make the playoffs, how do you stop this uh, this very different offense from anyone else in the league? Everyone's passing the ball. Ravens are making it happen on the ground. It's going to be t- it's going to be very tough to stop them in the wild card. And currently, they're obviously visiting New England. You just wonder how, if a team come playoff time uh, with a week of preparation, and the way, obviously, the Mar Jackson's playing, there's no mystery to his game. Okay. We understand he's not a great pocket passer. Mm. He can definitely work on some throws a little bit better than Josh Allen in the passing game. Yep. But this this team, he's going to run the ball 20 to 25 times a game. So you think to yourself, with a proper professional football team coming January, you would think there'd be a way to contain Lamar and make him throw balls similar to a Dak Prescott without an Ezekiel Elliott. I know their Ravens defense is great. But I think on the road, in a playoff environment, Lamar Jackson's first playoff game, yes, it, yes, they have beaten some teams. They went to Atlanta, still in the Georgia Dome. Atlanta are crap, but I think they've still won some pretty decent games. But I just think it's going to be a little bit tougher in Jan. It's a little bit colder. If the running game isn't working, he's going to have to start passing. And I can see this team struggling. But at the same time, you look at the Patriots, and they're not exactly rolling either. So 
it's almost the best time to catch the Patriots considering the last five years. But the Ravens, it's going to be interesting to see how they do strategize for him because if they can nullify the run and make him pass and pass a few more balls than he's currently passing, this might be a different football team. Yeah, you're right about that, mate. Obviously, they had a great showing against the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead last week. I think yeah, that's where we get the faith in this. Completely forgot in about the, Arrowhead uh, in this Ravens team. Almost came away with the win there. I think would mm. be uh, it'd be a completely different scenario uh, mm. in the playoffs if they got that win, especially for the Chargers. They'd be the number one seed. But mm. um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, they're, they're certainly not the most complete team in the AFC, but they're dangerous. The defense is legit. I think they have got players all over the field. Gus Edwards has rocked up in the backfield for this Ravens team and Didn't just absolutely, I feel like we did such yeah. a standard, boring such name. A, such a Gus. Such a year above you, name. Gus Bus. Gus Bus. Year above you, Gus. You know Gus Edwards? Oh, yeah, I did uh, yeah, I bio with him. Yeah, I did, 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 uh, yeah. did pay with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a bit weird. He smells. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, he might smell, mate, but he got a bloody uh, bucko four on the ground yeah. with a touch. Bucko four, how are you? Huh? Uh, James Winston. 157 yards and a pick. Didn't eat a W. Not much else. Did not eat a W not today. Not much else. Final game of the week, mate. And uh, it oh, was a fuck. doozy. Arizona. <laughs> Arizona at the Falcons. And, uh, I mean, we've been talking about imagine being in this city. Well, talk about rejuvenation of offense. Uh, uh, you've got to imagine <laughs> that uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, was not at capacity. A quarter. For this. Josh Rosen v. Matt Ryan. Epic. Yep. Uh, I did Battle see- of the Birds. I did see Fitzgerald take a, a nasty grab, but uh, <laughs> he always does. Other than that, I uh, felt like Josh Rosen was on his ass all day. Threw a couple of picks. Can't really blame him. It's a it's an incomplete team. It's probably going to have a coaching change at the end of the year, and they're going to inherit a guy that's probably got some potential, but has uh, yeah had to go through a lot of growing pains. On the other side of the ball, uh, Atlanta. Oh, they woke up great, they just in time to go five and eleven. They're sitting at five and nine now. Um, probably still scratching their head as to what's happened to this season. But uh, Coleman found 145 yards on the ground, which is nice to see. Uh, I got nothing to say about this, though. It yeah, doesn't matter. This game yeah, doesn't matter. This Arizona, is all about... Arizona's a good team. They went, they went, they went to Lambeau <laughs> and beat Mr. Rogers in his house. <laughs> so let's not discount this 40-point showing from Atlanta. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Dan Quinn has got to be feeling good. Heading into Christmas with his family that about, about he's his, able to dismantle. About his team next year. <laughs> able to just say, you know what? I'm safe. A couple more years. Dismantle this Arizona team. It's vaunted Arizona. It's vaunted Arizona team. Uh, yeah, no, no good um, on either side. And I can't imagine it was a fun watch. And if you've got it on, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I saw it on Red Zone. I don't think Scott Hansis gave it a go. I said, uh, let's go to the, no, even I know that's probably not <laughs> even, worth Even I know that sucks. I'm going to give that a rest. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz, there is one more game, and it is uh, the Monday Night Football preview between the New Orleans Saints and bum, the bum, Carolina. Bum, 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 bum. It's exciting. It is. Six and seven, Carolina. Red hot. Five losses in a row. <laughs> Take it on, Drew Brees. Can they, can they, can they annoy the can Saints the at Panthers all? the Panthers become relevant? In the playoff picture. That's basically what I'm asking. Look, obviously, Panthers. things things can change in one week in the NFL. And if Carolina somehow wakes up, rocks up, and for whatever reason, Cam Newton's shoulder's fixed again, and they get a win. That what a he snap count work. You know, what a he. Devin Funches starts catching a few more balls, ripping his head yeah. off. But look, if... if Cam Newton's um, Cam Newton's forced to throw a ball above uh, above our level, then... Uh, yeah, <laughs> there, could be, there could be some trouble. <laughs> They're in a bit of strife. Basically. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> at this point, you got to imagine New Orleans are going to roll them, right? Well, it, it, you say that, right? You say that, and this was in my multi, but the way New Orleans have been playing the last couple of weeks, I'm not, I'm not exactly sold. They go into Carolina and get an easy W. I see a bit of a, I see a bit of a, a bit of a tussle and bustle between these two teams, division rivals. I think Cam Newton, as as bad as he's been playing recently, is is proud enough on Monday Night Football to deliver a, a Superman performance that I would not be surprised in seeing, and especially maybe even if this season is shot, at least showing out uh, and knocking off the New Orleans Saints and making their playoff uh, run a little bit harder. I can certainly see it happening in Carolina. Uh, I know they've lost five on the trot, but I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily discount these Panthers. Oh, Chaz, I think we've got to get you on an NFL panel, mate, because you are, you are hyping up the game. I am, Getting yep. people intrigued. Oh, Monday Night Football, you should be working for ESPN. Jason Witts. Yeah, Dad said, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty skeptical. I know you throw out the record books when uh, division rivals go at it, and you know, they, they always play each other tough. They know them better than any other team. But, yeah. I mean, look, the Saints <laughs> The Saints have slowed down the past few weeks, but I think this is the, the perfect uh, – Layup for them to just keep rolling and lock in that if you're number as one seed. As I am from multis, you'll know not to talk about games with such certainty. Chaz, yes. as we do every week, mate. Yes, on the fourth down, we do. We have a punt. We do. and this week was no exception. Uh, as it was already, not. As we already heard <laughs> earlier in the week, uh, earlier in the show, rather, I uh, put an emotional hedge on the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis, very good. L.A. Rams. It's <laughs> been <laughs> like four years. All right, I get over. So it. you. No, you didn't win, mate. No, I didn't. They were down. I was going to cash out because uh, I put checks five bucks when they were paying 15 to win, right? Nice. And I'm like, if anyone's going to pull this win off, yeah. it's going to be Zach Miller. It's good. No, it was going to be the Rams. Yeah. I, I was, uh, but uh, I was glad to see Philadelphia win and yeah. uh, they lost five bucks. You're finished with my cabbage. And I think... Uh, oh, I would have <laughs> come away with 75 if they lost. <laughs> Who did you have in your multi? Did so you have a multi? I forgot to put a multi oh, on. Oh, of course you did. So you that did, was to make up for it. You just booked a trip. To the Blue Mountains with his girlfriend. And I said, did. No, nah, I'm going to dog the show. I'm going to let Charlie take it. And I've got a cracking multi. I got in the lift this morning with a mate from work and he said, mate, he's in follow NFL. I said, mate, yeah. I've got three out of my legs sort of with the back three pretty much lost. So you, right? you had a six-legger. So I had a six-legger. You were thinking about doing eight before. I was. And before. I took two out. So I took the Jags out. As smart minus, move. Smart. And I took... Uh, I had did also... Not, did I had, not trust Cody Kessler to throw I had more Baltimore. than uh, I just had, I think I had Baltimore to, to win. And I took them out. Okay, okay. So fair enough. Fair enough. We, we all make mistakes. Yeah, improved the odds by dollar thirteen. And I had, so I got up early and obviously started watching the early games. And Chicago, I had one to thirteen. So they got up. That was twenty four to seventeen. So I felt Laughing. really good. It was, it was the first time big win, little win. Big win, got little win. So let's big let's win, win. let's give that notice. Uh, I had the Falcons to win. Mate, not uh, takes a brave man to back the Falcons, but gonna, against the Arizona Cardinals, I was going to go big win, little win, one to thirteen. I was like, nah, I can't see Rosen keeping up. Yeah, I then had Detroit, which I discussed at plus two and a half. So I was like, that's three. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, my remaining three I'm legs. Cooking. Uh, uh, New England at Steelers minus one. Steelers reeling from a loss to the Oakland Raiders. Well, Patriots desperate for a win. The Patriots own the Steelers. I had Seattle just to win. Just to win, That's very conservative. Just, just to win, dollar fifty, and then I had the Saints to win at oh. Carolina. So you looked. I looked at the results, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I understand the Patriots slightly, but the Seattle game is just like, give me a fucking spell. Yeah, seriously. I mean, so I got three. So um, potentially, I, we've got potentially to finish four. Show. We've got to finish the season with one, with a proper win, like a proper multi-win. I'm a getting prob- a three-legger, a, pro- a three-legger. It's got to be at least four to five, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe four. Yeah, at least four. We'll go, we'll go into the playoffs. 
playoffs. So, Chaz Savane, the landscape for next week. Uh, yes, we are. A couple of just patrolling. A couple, a couple of tasty ones in here. There are a few tasty ones. I don't mind seeing the Chicago Bears at minus three and a half. Traveling to the San Francisco 49ers, your thoughts? I don't mind that at all. The only thing that worries me is obviously San Fran are not inept. And we that we were convinced by that this week when mm. Seattle came to town. Very similar football team, Seattle and Chicago. It's a good Defensive point. Defensive showing, most likely a low-scoring game. I do see San Fran putting on some points just because it's in San Fran. I just don't see them doing this t- two weeks yeah. in a row, though. Okay. You know what I mean? It's Nick Mullins. They played Seattle a few weeks ago. They've been able to game plan for them twice in three weeks. All these things that lead to the idea that, look, maybe they were able to outscheme okay. them. Okay. Um, whereas the Chicago team, I mean, they're on fire. They're feeling themselves. Three and a half. I, I, I see this at least being like I see a, this being exactly a field goal and you talking all right. well, hey, filthily I'm, about why the line is, is half nowadays. I'm on it. Okay, you're putting that in. Oh, big time, mate. I'm also taking the Vikings over the Lions. <laughs> at the line? Minus four and a half. If that oh, moves. Far. <laughs> You're back in Kirk. If it moves uh, at in all. In Detroit. Oh. Stafford's house. The castle. The fortress. <laughs> I'm serious. The Vikings team, they're, 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 they're high on life. Beating, a, you know, beating the inept Miami Dolphins. I, I, I can't see... That four and a half buffer. I got the. I, I was gonna I, go. I was gonna go Minnesota as well, but I, I like Minnesota based off the fact that they've got the new offensive coordinator. I think they're making things happen on the ground, and they've they've got the something. They've got something to play for. Yeah, they do. They, they want to get they a do. playoff spot. They want that. They want that reputable NFC six seed. Yeah, and to get uh, eliminated from the playoffs in week one, but a, they still crown. want it. They do. What so are you? Just, what are you looking at, chat? That's your second league. Uh, I've gone across the board, and there are some game. There are actually a lot of games which tempt you to put seven or eight legs. Because they're so easy, like Bengals, Browns, you like that a lot. You look at a few other games, obviously. Are you talking just to win? Just or to win, just to chuck them into there for saver. But I'm just yep. going to go the five. I've got Denver at Oakland, minus two and a half. You said to yourself. It's definitely a field goal job. I'm putting some I think faith Denver into Denver will be filthy after last week. Oh. I think the Raiders are trash. <laughs> and I think an AFC West pride game, I think Denver... Gets the job done by at least two and a half. I've got them in. I've got wow. the Chargers hosting the Ravens in LA at minus four and a half. This is a big mistake. I've got the Cowboys at minus seven hosting Tampa. I like that. I've got the Packers at Jets minus three. And with the Saints. Packers at Jets. You're yeah, betting Packers on... easily at yeah. Jets. And minus then I've got the three. Saints hosting Pittsburgh at minus six. Oh, I'd be interested to see how tomorrow goes. Touchdown. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how tomorrow goes. So that's that's thirty buck thirty buck odds. So that's one hundred fifty bucks. See, I'm staying away from Pittsburgh altogether because I think they can go in New Orleans and win. N- not with really. it, with that running game. But I just I don't I just don't want anything to do with the Steelers because okay. I yeah. feel like they can they're, they're just they can just rock up. Yeah, they're scattered. They play play the Chiefs tough. Yeah, and they lose to the Oakland. Yeah, they beat the Pats, and they shit the bed. Yeah, to other do teams. Do you have uh, any? We we last ones. Uh, well, mine would just like to win. So, yeah, I like the Browns game. Um, Packers it's to always, win. Always dangerous. I thought we said, well, the Browns, mate. Like, What's it paying? Like five bucks? Ah, I couldn't even tell you. But they're, they're looking tasty. Um, Chiefs Seahawks, absolute stay away. Uh, and I'm taking. going to ignore the Patriots-Bills game because who cares? 
I was going to go to the Patriots Bills, but that's dollar fifteen for the Pats to win there at minus thirteen. So not not touching that. Yeah, it's just like why was the point? I'm getting rid of the win little win. So that was the week fifteen potty. It is now heating up. We are looking forward to week sixteen. It's going to be another cracking week of football. I love the playoff picture. How it's shaping up. It's all over the shop. It's it's, it's every it's game beautiful. matters. Yeah, no way. one's no one's locked in. Yeah, it, it does That's feel the most exciting like part. and a very even slate on both yeah. sides of the conferences. Uh, yeah, really excited to see what happens in the AFC. Yeah, let's go those bolts. Go those Ravens. Did I say Ravens? Tex- you said the Ravens. Love the Ravens, Chaz. Go those Texans.